0: Wow, (laughs) sorry guys, I'm not from Africa, I'm from Irvine, (laughs) but I'm so grateful to be here and I love Pastor Phil and Pastor Tammy, we love you so much, Um, I feel like this is a home for us, Uh, Sean and I love coming here, we love Melody and the band and I really feel like it was a setup that uh, Larry was here today. And I'm here because what God put on my heart to share with you, I feel is like, I gave Pastor Phil this word. I said, you know, when the first time I came, I said, I, I see this church like the cloud the size of a fist. Yeah. And you got a Gideon's army. And you're about to bring a lot of rain across Orange County. And I felt like today I'm going to have a little bit of an opportunity because how many of you guys just love Pastor Phil's teaching? Come on, somebody. He's a great teacher. And... There's no way I I don't know half the stuff that he knows. I'm just a rookie still learning. But I can tell you this I just want to impart something today. So I titled my message, A Church on Fire. Okay, this side got it. I said, A Church on Fire. Look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, you were born in the fire. Don't settle for smoke. Now, say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Jesus, Jesus, speak to my heart, heart. change my life. life. In your name I pray, pray. Amen." amen. You know, I was watching Larry lead worship this morning. I've been here with Melody, and you can just see that God's just put these pieces together. And even the other night, I had an opportunity to speak to your youth, and I just saw the presence of God move over these youth. I mean, they were just crying at the altar. And then I think about people like Kim Walker-Smith that God has put it in her heart and your, you know, your church and your pastor's heart that she comes regularly here. And then you guys got a record label. I mean, come on, Influence. You guys ain't playing games. You got Sean Foyt coming all the time, and now I get to be here. Amen. Come on, somebody. And so it's like God is setting you guys up to be this church that's on fire in Anaheim and Orange County. Are you with me? Come on. And so what does that really look like? Well, what God wants to do, and and I got to be honest with you, man, I've been preaching now for 25 years. I'm married to a beautiful wife. She's way more prettier than me. She just likes me because I'm anointed, amen. She's taller than me too. I got two beautiful kids. Can y'all put that picture up and show them my family? Some of you may have seen them before. There they go. Only the glory of God can give you a wife like that when you look like me, amen. Amen. But when we're talking about the presence of God and we're with all these chess pieces from heaven are aligning in this church, there's a partnership with you guys that's going to be the match that lights the gas. Because I believe that influence is a church on fire. But I believe there's another wave of glory and anointing that we haven't scratched the surface yet. And today, if I can just hype you up a little bit, that's what I'm good at. I'm a great hype man for Jesus, and I can just stir you up a little bit and encourage you. I believe what's going to happen today is going to set the tone. Then next Sunday and the Sunday after that, when people walk into this room, it's going to be the manifest presence of the Almighty God. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. That was a good place to start clapping. <laughs> I was thinking about David, and, you know, David and his mighty men, they're beat up. They go into this cave, and I can't prove this in Scripture, but they go in beat up, and then they come out as mighty men, and it's just my belief. I could be wrong that maybe they went into that cave and started worshiping, and over the past two years, the enemies tried to beat us up, but I got to tell you something. This is the cave, and we are worshiping God. And we're coming out of that cave as mighty men and women of the Lord. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. The one thing that you can give God who owns everything is your voluntary love. Psalms 22.3, this is going to be the, just the message of what I have for you today. Yet you are holy. Everybody say Holy enthroned on the praises of Israel yet you are holy enthroned on the praises of Israel meaning that God lives in the praises of his people so when we clap our hands and we get excited and we sing you know what happens the governmental center reigning of heaven comes in a lines in the room I can give you a healthy example that you'll understand. Some of you ride separately in the car away from your spouse. Some of you ride in the same car and you might have a disagreement. And for some reason, when you get to church, about three songs in, after you disagreed on the way here, you love each other again. (laughs) That's not because of how well people sing. That's because the king came and lived in the room. And when the king comes in and lives in the room, anything can happen. Are you with me? So when we clap our hands and we sing and we get excited, and that's why there's so much scripture backing this up, is that all of a sudden the king of kings and the Lord of lords comes and lives in that room. Are you with me? The God of the universe, creation, and humanity takes imperfect people with imperfect songs and chooses to be enthroned in the room when we sing to him and we praise him. Are y'all with me right now? Say amen. amen. We pray, let your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, they are worshiping God. Now, I love the word, and the Bible says that he exalts his word above his throne. And so we need the word of God. But the purpose of, of us worshiping is because all of eternity, we're going to praise and worship our God. And when people say, I'm just not into that praise and worship, you're not going to be in heaven. Heaven is filled with worship and praise. Amen. In heaven, they're worshiping God. He says, sing to me and talk to me, and I'll put my reigning government, center of the universe, right in the midst of any situation when you talk to them in prayer and worship. And so, you know, being a young preacher, I've been preaching for 25 years. I have equipped churches and evangelism. I've took people to the streets. I've done the mission stuff like our sister was talking about. And, you know, the thing is, is is different people have different passions. And, you know, when you train people in evangelism, they'll get excited, go to Walmart and bother people for about 10 minutes. And then after that, they quit. Amen. And I'm like, God, what can I do to see people radical? He said, the one thing that we all love, and if you don't love, you need to get right with God, is we can invite the king into the room by how well we praise and worship. And so lately, even with Let Us Worship, that's what's brought transformation. I mean, last night, guys, listen to me. I was at City Hall with a group of 20-year-olds who filled up City Hall in Los Angeles with worship and praise. When you see drugs being thrown on the stage, when you, do you realize people don't throw crack on the stage? Crack addicts never get up, give up their crack. But when God shows up, amen. And can I tell you, he shows up when we clap our hands, when we sing with all of our hearts. Are you with me? Come on. When God shows up. And you have the ability every Sunday morning, every Sunday, you have the ability to bring the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords into the room. He lives in the praises of his people. And I got to tell you, Influence Church, I don't care what background you come from. I don't care what age group you come from or what genre you come from. God wants this church to be on fire, amen. Come on. Now, I'm gonna get some of y'all loose because I'm preaching like I'm leaving town today, amen. (laughs) Because some of y'all, when you was in the clubs before you got saved, you didn't mind dancing with the alcohol, but can you dance for the King of Kings? And the Lord of Lords, come on somebody. Some of you didn't mind clapping your hands when the Lakers won the finals, but can you clap for Jesus? Are you with me? Come on. I'm coming for you. He wants to feel your love. He said, I'd rather be in the midst of your praises than anywhere else. This is the reason why God is breathing on worship. This is why you're seeing all these labels like here and you know, people just attracting to worship. Now, I know some of you say, well, worship's being idolized. I get that. We don't worship worship leaders. We worship God. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. God's breathing on it. There's an outpouring. And you guys, I'm telling you, y'all are set up for success. Y'all are, I mean, all the pieces are here. The only thing left is are the people of God being willing to sing and to praise no matter what it looks like? Because I love Larry. I mean, Larry can cause anybody to sing. Larry, I mean, Melody too. I mean, these guys can do it. But here's the truth. What about the children of Israel and they're marching around the walls? What do you do on the fifth day when the walls haven't came down? You keep singing. You keep praising. Some of y'all are saved today Because there was a little old lady sitting in the room next to you the day that you gave your life to God, and she was that crazy lady in there praising and worshiping her God. And you thought she was out of her mind. But the truth is, she was so hungry that the shackles fell off of your feet too. Amen. Sorry, I know spit's flying out of my mouth. It's heavenly anointed spit. The church in heaven is worshiping. In Revelation chapter 4, you see they are worshiping. God releases his government and power when we worship him. Amen? Worship is the way that God and us come into agreement. If one can chase a thousand and two can chase ten thousand, that's when man and man come into agreement. What happens when us and God come into agreement? Do you understand? when he aligns himself in the room and we're in agreement with him. Can you imagine what takes place? Lost people should walk into this room and say, wait a minute, there's something going on. Yeah, yeah they got LED screens, skinny jeans and smoke machines. <laughs> but that ain't, oh, I've seen that in the bars before. S- those people are being wrecked by something. Yeah. They should be able to see the manifest touch of the lord on your life now listen i love some of y'all and i don't want y'all to get offended with me i'll say this i don't want you to fabricate anything i don't want you to fake i don't want you to feel pushed i just want you to give him your best if you gave the enemy 100 percent, give god 200 and see what he can do come on somebody <laughs> am i doing all right pastor phil okay cool Your words come into alignment. Your perspective comes into alignment. Your thoughts come into alignment when the king comes into the room. Your reality comes into alignment. That's why you and your wife said, I'm sorry. When you got in that argument, Is because the king came in. And all of a sudden, everything about you comes into alignment with heaven. Amen? Amen? We begin to see things and do things and move in greater things, no matter the fear or the opposition. Listen, (laughs) the other day we were in Washington, D.C. on the Supreme Court, and we were praying against uh, Roe v. Wade, and Antifa comes out, and they've got, you know, they've got loud drums and all their stuff, and Lauren Boebert is up speaking, and they're trying their best to distract uh, people from listening to her. Sean grabs his guitar, he runs up, and he starts singing nothing but the blood, Antifa, I promise you, this is not hype. They ran away when they heard the blood of Jesus. Are you hearing me right now? We were were in Chicago and you have to understand, Uh, you know, we did this huge gathering in Chicago right uh, on Heroin Highway, and there was this pastor that he was a part of this unified group where they do things together, and I I know that he didn't really like us because of how we pushed back on the pandemic, and I know that it was uncomfortable for him to be with us because he has other friends that maybe don't agree with our stance, but he ends up coming, and he brings his church, and you know, I, I, he, he was honest with me. I was honest with him. I said, bro, we got to be unified. I'm glad you're here. But I knew he was uncomfortable. All of a sudden, the presence of God shows up. Sean starts singing. And I give the altar call, and I, I always say, hey, if you've got drugs, I want you to just come and throw them on the stage. And people start throwing their dope on the stage because of the presence. And I'm watching this go down, and that pastor is out in the crowd while I'm sharing that A drug dealer on the street comes into the fence, runs straight up to that pastor, takes his fanny pack off, dumps all of his crack out on the ground and grabs the pastor. He didn't even know he was a pastor. And he starts hugging him and embracing him. And the pastor starts crying. He's crying. And I'm looking at the pastor going, see what happens when Jesus shows up? I tell you why that took place it's not because I'm anointed it's not because Sean's anointed it's because of the wild worshipers in Chicago that came out and lifted their hands and sang their songs and danced I mean some of these people are wild and so it's because of the hunger of the people And when you are hungry, you will pull stuff out of the worship team. When you are hungry, you will pull stuff out of Pastor Phil. Stuff straight from heaven. Are you with me? Look at your neighbor and say, we're a church on fire. Am I all right? You guys like me right now? Is that okay? (laughs) Y'all know who Eric Metaxas is? Okay, he's amazing. I love Eric. First time we did uh, Let Us Worship in New York, Eric reached out to me and said, man, I didn't know you guys came to New York the first time, but the second time, I want to come, so no matter where I'm at, let me know I'll be there. Now, if y'all know anything about Eric Metaxas, he is from New York. He wears a three-piece suit to go to sleep. (laughs) I mean, tight buttons. I tried to give him a Let Us Worship shirt. He wore it for like 10 seconds. He put his suit back on. And... He called me. He's like, hey, man, so now Eric is new to the Holy Spirit, but he's, he, he believes in the power of the Holy Spirit. He calls me. He goes, what's my schedule going to be? I was like, we don't have a schedule. We're going to worship God. Well, what am I supposed to do? Just show up. Well, where, what am I getting myself? I said, Eric, just show up. So we, we have to end up doing our worship service in the Bronx. The street we on, nine people got shot that weekend, okay? So Eric gets there, and we start, the presence gets stirred up through Sean leading worship, and the people are hungry. And I I give Eric the microphone, and he just gets wrecked by the presence of the Lord. And I said, all right, we're going to do a Jesus march to the park. Now, we're out singing with a guitar. There are drug dealers, prostitutes, gang members. We're walking down the street with about a 1,000 people playing guitar, singing, this is how I fight my battles. It's intense and well-dressed as Metaxas is and just perfect in how he speaks, Eric gets so hit by the Holy Spirit that Sean's going, this is how I fight my battles. And Eric's singing background vocals. My battles. Why? Because when the glory shows up, you do not care. When the glory shows up, you will dance like David danced. Come on, somebody. When the power shows up, you don't care what anybody says. I just love you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Come on, put your hands together for the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We were, in, we were in Portland, man, and, and, and I don't know if you guys saw that, but this, this, this church was out doing ministry the day before we got there, and they, Antifa comes out, bear sprays these people, throws their gear into the river, and the next day, we were scheduled to be there. And we showed up, 7,000 Christians showed up, 20, 30 Antifa people. Now, you guys got to understand something. These people are crazy. They, they will come against families. I mean, they are, they are some of the most demonic people. And the reality is many of them are spoiled brats. Many of them are wounded living in their mom's basement. Many of them were rejected as kids. And so Sean's leading worship, and we can tell who's in the crowds, Antifa, that snuck in. The rest of them are kind of being blocked out by our Russian security Christians, And Sean's looking. He can tell because we're singing how great is our God and they don't know the words. We're like, that's (laughs) Antiva. Every Christian knows that song. (laughs) All of a sudden, we just start singing, love, come, love, come. Fear, go, fear, go. I grab the microphone. I just start going for it. One of them rips his shirt off. He runs down with all his tattoos and falls on his knees. And he gives his life to the Lord. It was so powerful. You want to know why? Because here's the reality, influence. I told you, when we sing and we truly praise him with all of our hearts, when we get undignified, we enthrone him. And if you want to destroy the enemy in Orange County, When you enthrone God, you dethrone the devil, amen. Come on, somebody. That's why it's important to sing. It's because we're dethroning the powers of darkness over Orange County, over California, and every Sunday, y'all are gonna start showing up. You're not just gonna watch them sing. You're gonna dance and sing and praise your God. Why? Because you're gonna dethrone the powers of the enemy. I gotta tell you something. I don't care if it's Gavin Newsom. I don't care if it's Joe Biden. When the king shows up, How does he show up in your praise? Amen. That's why it's important to praise him. Listen to me. I love Pastor Phil. We got a great friendship. And I love his teaching. But I enjoy just hanging out with him. We fellowship. We have a good time. That's why he invited me because he likes me. (laughs) This is how we fellowship with God and destroy hell. God never wanted this to be hard. God never created for us to be like, oh, woe is me. Look what's going on in America. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Oh, my God. Why do you think he anointed let us worship? Because it's a worship movement. He says if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face. And I believe worship's in that, don't you? I will show up and heal the land. We destroy hell with joy and excitement and praise. Are you with me? Now, for some of y'all, like, man, he ain't from Africa, but he preaches like he's from Africa. I can't help it because I'm excited. You see, my mom was a prostitute. My dad was a drug dealer. I grew up in a very broken home. And... I, I You know, when I was 18 years old, I went to Teen Challenge. Y'all know Teen Challenge? Thank God for Teen Challenge. And they took us to this revival in Florida called the Brownsville Revival. And I'm telling you, man, we got so wrecked in that revival that you see crack addicts and drug addicts get touched by the power and like they were a Christian for 20 years. That's just how much God renewed us. And I remember, I mean, I grew up in South Carolina in a church with pews. We didn't have rock bands, you know, for Jesus. We had organs and hymn books and choir robes, the old rugged cross, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I was so bad, I jumped off the balcony during church because I was so bored. Now, I love those churches. My grandma still goes there. She says, boy, if y'all keep, because, you know, now in our, in, in our church, like, the like influence, we're like, let's sing it one more time. She's like, if they say sing it one more time, I'm sitting down. Because she's used to the, you know, the one, two, three, four, in the choir book. You know what I'm talking about? Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. You, co- you came from that church. You just know something's happening here, and it's just beginning and when you step into it with the worship team and the leadership, I'm telling you, I was watching Pastor Tammy, she was just down there getting it this morning. When everybody starts getting it, I'm telling you, hell ain't gonna stop influence. But I remember I, I, uh, I was at this revival and I saw this girl. I mean, I just got off drugs and I saw this girl. She was down at the front. She was probably in her early 20s and she was just going for it. She looked like she was at a Pink Floyd show for Jesus. And I knew, I said, man, something's happening to her, and I don't know what that is, but I've tried cocaine, I've tried marijuana, I want that. So I didn't know what to do. I just went down there and stood beside her, and I started (laughs) just just faking it till I made it. And i got to be honest with you, I just closed my eyes going, God, I want to know you, man. I want to know if you're real. If if this presence is is real, I want to have those visions and dreams. I, I want it. And can I tell you, sometimes I didn't feel a thing. But I was hungry. And then all of a sudden, through my hunger, I'll tell you something, friend. There were moments where he did show up. And he encountered me in ways that took a son of a prostitute, uh, ex-drug dealing, drug addict, felon, and said, you know what? I'm going to take that hunger, and I'm going to change you, save you, deliver you, give you a wife and a beautiful children. And I'm going to send you all over America and all over the world. Why? Because I went down there, and I said, God, I want you. Come and touch me, Jesus. Come on, church. Stand with me right now. This is a holy moment. I want to close with this. Psalms 149. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. Somebody say new song. Say it one more time. New song. His praise is in the assembly of the godly. Let Israel be glad in his maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice. Can y'all smile at me even if you don't have all your teeth? I don't either. Smile at each other. Let, the, let them praise his name with dancing. Making melody to him with tambourine and lyre. A lyre is not the person sitting beside you. It's an instrument. For the Lord takes pleasure in His people. He adorns the humble with salvation. Let the godly exalt in the glory. Let them sing for joy on their beds. You know what that means? 24-hour praise. That's what to get the enemy out of your family and your marriage and your children. Cut praise and worship on in the house. Are you with me? Let the high praise of God be in their throats and the two-edged swords in their hands so when we praise it's also a weapon it's the funnest way some of you are too stressed out man You got all, your underwear is too tight <laughs> loosen up man God gave us the victory a long time ago he said all you got to do is praise me I'm the victorious one amen I'm not talking about because I told you to I'm saying because you're in love with him amen come on Y'all ready to go in? Here we go. I'm going to end with this scripture right quick. Psalms 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. And he heard my cry. Do I got anybody in the house that God saved you from yourself? Raise your hands. He delivered you from some wildness. Come on, raise your hands. Some of you like, well, Jay, I was never on drugs. I grew up in church. Yeah, you was on drugs. Your mama drug you to church, thank God. And you better praise him for your mama and your daddy. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined me. He heard my cry. Watch this. He drew me up from the pit of destruction. Out of the miry bog he set my feet upon a rock. Making my steps secure. Does anybody in here, I don't care how bad your week was. You say, wait a minute. Even though I've had a hard week, a hard year, nothing is like when I was living for the world. What is a new song? A new song is when you say, God, I remember where I came from. I remember what I used to be like. You see, let me end with this. My mom, When I got saved and I went to Teen Challenge, I had this awesome encounter with my mom. I called her because I heard the Lord tell me to forgive her. I forgave my mom and dad, and I got delivered from demonic anger. And my mom said, son, I hadn't seen my mom in years. My mom was married to a man. I mean, I'm sorry, they weren't even married yet, and they got pregnant. This man paid to sleep with my mother. My sister is the result of prostitution and they were staying together because they were trying their best to do the right thing now that my mom had another baby. She said, baby, if you come visit me, I'll go to church with you. I said, mama, I said, they got really cool churches with rock bands. I'll find one in the phone book because she was staying in Connecticut in New London. So I looked up this church that I knew had a rock band for Jesus And I said, Mama, I got us a church. All of a sudden, we show up. My mom's doing her best to get off trucks. The worship starts playing, and I watch my mama go down to the front, and she starts dancing for the Lord. I got to be honest. I was embarrassed because that's my mama. I'm like, oh, my God. And the Holy Spirit said, would you rather her dance in the strip clubs or dance for me? That day, my mom her boyfriend who became her husband and my baby sister gave their life to Jesus. They didn't need Teen Challenge. God showed up and set her free from drugs, set her free from prostitution. And my mama is one of those crazy ladies that some of y'all look at and be like, what's she doing over there? If you ever see somebody dancing and praising God, never judge them until you know why they're dancing. Because she had a new song in her mouth, a new song of salvation. Friend, never let the enemy rob you again. All of you got a new song in your mouth, amen. You once were on your way to hell, but God showed up. Oh, come on, somebody. You were a drug addict, but God set you free. You were an alcoholic, but Jesus came in. Some of you had all the money in the world, but you didn't have the joy that you have right now. Can I tell you something, friend? Can I impart this anointing to you? Influence Church, this is not just prophetic, this is confirmation. You've got the baddest worship team in Orange County. You've got the best preachers in Orange County, but are you hungry for God? Come on. Here's how I wanna end. Here's how I wanna end today. I'm gonna invite you to do something in unity. And there's probably not enough room for all of you, but I want you to join together as the army and come down here right now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Fill up, just make a move out of your seats. Just make a move out of your seats. Come on quickly, 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 quickly. We gotta end service, but come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on on down. Now the rest of you that are standing, I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, we're a church on fire. You were born in the fire. Don't settle for smoke. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands.